Welcome to Fright Night. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Today is his birthday. I see dead people. It's Hey guys, I'm Oscar. I'm Jenny. I'm Bugs. And you're listening to the New Nostalgia Podcast. So we've been away for a little bit. What have we all been watching, listening to, or playing? I don't know how we ever start that. I mean, we've been watching an awful lot. There's been a lot more series actually easily to easily accessible now to watch on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been off the bandwagon of actually watching something, but I've actually finally grabbed something. Big Mouth, I've picked that up. I don't know how I how that kind of trickled down. Because season two just came out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So season two, I have yet, I'm like in the dead smack of the middle. I want to finish it, but then I don't want to go back and like, then I ha- I'll have nothing to go back to finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the way I sum up Big Mouth is like, is the sex ed shot, a show I wish we had growing up. <laughs> That's the only way I could say is like, sex ed wasn't that entertaining, but for Big Mouth to be. I find it. I feel like um, if we were to have watched that, well, at least for me, if I were to have had that growing up, uh, <laughs> I it would have been like one of those things to hide from my parents. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, and nowadays I wonder if like, if kids do, if kids actually, I guess they don't really need to hide stuff like that from their parents. I guess it's easier to hide stuff like that from their parents. I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, like now everything can just, you can watch it on your phone. So it's like you watch a Netflix show on your phone. You, I mean, the only thing they'd have to hide would be like, I guess like their watch history. I guess. I have no idea. I know. I don't know. Excuse my, if I sound like, (laughs) like I have the sniffles, it's because... I do. You have the sniffles. <laughs> Currently, but like I'm not sick. I just start to get that way after I eat. We just had dinner, so I don't know why I always sneeze after dinner, but it'll go away in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been watching, Jenny? I have been enthralled in period dramas. Oh, that's just you. <laughs> yeah, that's just me. I don't know why I um, went up. I mean, I've always loved like Masterpiece Theater, things like that. BBC shows that deal with the Doctor Who. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That deal with you know, like (laughs) that's very you know Bronte sister, Jane Austen, Charles Dickens esque stories, miniseries on BBC and stuff like that. I've been watching a lot of those. Because you finished up Downton. (laughs) Oh well, I've always I've always loved Downton, and I'm waiting for the movie to come out. And so I felt like watching, I had never seen the Jane Eyre miniseries, and so I watched that one, both versions, the newer one and the older one. And then I've seen, um, what else did I watch? I watched that one, I watched Pride and Prejudice, like I watched three versions of Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I've always loved the the older the, the older one with, um, 
Colin Firth uh, as Mr. Darcy, but I've watched like three different three different interpretations of him. I guess I've watched Sense and Sensibility, Little Dorrit, tons, just a whole bunch. Right now, I'm watching Lark Rise to Camelford, and it's not exactly a uh, uh, an adaptation of a story. I don't think it's just a it's just a, a mini series. It has four seasons. Mm. So, I'm almost done with that. Anyway, that's just boring. <laughs> you guys don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but I've always loved period dramas, so that's been my comfort. Mm. And then, of course, now that fall is here, I, you know, I mean, I always have Gilmore Girls on the regular round to, like, fall asleep to. Now I just watch it because, to me, fall equals Gilmore Girls. That's funny. Why? Well, just because um, I think when Gilmore Girls came out on Netflix, because you had always kind of told me, you know, you need to watch Gilmore Girls. The writing's really good. It's really funny. Uh, when Gilmore Girls came out on Netflix um, was about maybe like three or four years ago. And I think it was around November. So I kind of binged it then. So I associate it more with like the end of fall, the starting of winter, I guess. <laughs> so it's, I'm not, I think once uh, the Halloween season dies down, then yeah, I'd probably have it on the background when I just do stuff here at the apartment yeah and uh we've been pretty much getting i've been getting the apartment ready for halloween uh decorating it and whatnot of course all of my all of the witchy movies (laughs) i just got the 25th anniversary 25th yep yeah i believe it's the 25th 25th anniversary edition of uh, of hocus pocus in the steelbook um, oh, cool. And the steel book looks like her her spell book. Oh, oh that's cool. Spell book, so it looks really neat. Wishing so, it was more leather bound than it is a steel book. <laughs> mm, that would have been cool. Well, that would have been neat. That would have been really involved. <laughs> no, but but uh, yeah, no, it looks pretty cool. So that, and then of course, still watching Shane Dawson. I think all of us. Uh, that's one thing we're all doing. Still watching Shane Dawson stuff on YouTube right now. He just uh-huh. finished off the what the Jake Paul series. Yeah, I think it, the the last one came out yesterday. Yep. The hour and forty five minutes. The long hour video. and forty five minutes. I was totally there for that. I I because watched. Did you finish the, it? Yeah. I haven't finished it. So the one that was the response that he actually put on Twitter. He he asked for a poll is. Would you rather have a dumbed down version with tons of music, or would you have a full two hour version? Yeah, like with normal music, normal edited, normally edited video, edited video, or a like super long version with minimal music, and it was like a landslide, like eighty four percent of okay. the of the poll <laughs> was like everybody wanted the long version. Anyway, I digress. What else? listening to i don't know why i've been really i've been listening to a lot of um, soundtracks to music lately Mm -hmm. just a lot of instrumental orchestral music a lot of soundtracks um and themes to themes to movies things like that oh my current obsession of snack (laughs) what my current snack snack obsession is toffee (laughs) i'm like obsessed with heath bars i don't know what the fuck (laughs) where that came from i mean i've always liked toffee but i've never like like really indulged in it now it's like all i want are blizzards and toffee every time we go to dairy queen (laughs) you're like can i just have like a whole top can i have a whole heath bar in my (laughs) other side yeah just give me i'll just bite it and eat ice cream at the same time (laughs) yeah it's funny every time we all we order from there the lady's like what's that <laughs> and they're like oh you mean a heath bar and they're we're like yes <laughs> so that's my current snack obsession do you guys have a current snack obsession no 
Just me? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always just me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've had I don't think I've had anything specific. No, my go to is always still just hot Cheetos now. <laughs> that yeah, that's your constant vice. Yeah. It, I'm not gonna go out like some punk bitch and <laughs> not And eat toffee. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just, just like, kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding. Referring to somebody else who was like, my favorite thing is that the reference is to 50, there was a, two rappers in particular, I'm going to throw their names out, where like 50 Cent was shot nine times, he survived, but little Zan ate nine bags of hot Cheetos and almost went to the hospital for it. Like he almost died literally from eating hot Cheetos. <laughs> so like that the rapper of the older generation versus a new rapper of a soft stomach. That's so sad. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> What about you, Oscar? Like watching? Um, I feel like normally around this time, I try and get to the Halloween spirit and trying to like feel that kind of you know familiarity, and I never quite make it because I think it just kind of like always passes me by. But this year, I think I started it more in September, so it's, I've been getting into like I've been watching The Shining like almost every day after work. <laughs> Um, but you but, but we always do that. <laughs> I know, but it's like the yeah, yeah. like it's like that automatically puts me in the okay. It's fall. It's Halloween time. You know, mm-hmm. I started watching just a bunch of like random scary movies, like just whenever I can. That's what I've been watching. I've started watching also like um, was the haunting on the Hill haunting House. on Hill House. Yeah, it's good. I haven't finished it yet. I'm about eight episodes in, and there's only ten episodes in the season. And, like, no spoilers, but it's, like, at the end of, I think, the fifth episode, there's, like, a big reveal. And that kind of threw me back. I was like, oh, it's... It, you really like oh it just kind of like turns the whole show on its head and you're and like you know when you watch that part and you're like okay the rest of the season's gonna feel different and it kind of did so it's 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 interesting um i was reading some reviews about it and they were saying you know even stephen king has been like kind of raving about it so excellent uh, let's uh, watch it i know it's 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 a good time <laughs> <laughs> been watching american horror story we've all been oh, watching yes, it we've all been watching that i'm only at one episode behind yeah yeah um, okay thank god <laughs> yeah you're only one episode behind we watched the latest one yesterday but we all tend to get to and it's been sequential that like, we've all came together we've all sat down and all tried to give each season at least a really good uh-huh. five episode watch and we know once it gets to episode five it's the turning point it's either you make it or break it ryan um <laughs> yeah the fifth episode is always the best episode and then the sixth episode is when things kind of start to fall apart yeah somewhat. how did you feel about it i feel like it was very fan servicey because the, the last exactly episode how i felt about the, it. the last episode was uh the return to uh to murder house and if you love i don't know i feel like you can either if you love the first season, it's like love it or you either love it or you'll hate it. Yeah. Because it's it's like it's gonna give you everything you want, but is it really everything you want? Type of thing. Like they they put a nice little bow on that season. Yeah. I don't pretty, think that's pretty much what I said yesterday to you. I think I was like I was like I feel like people who really really love the first season have only ever really watched the first season and American Horror Story. If they were to have watched yesterday yesterday's episode or Wednesday's episode, they would hate it. Like they would absolutely hate it because not the first season they would hate the episode okay because it I was like that's uh, you guys kind of stating this i'm like that's kind of one of my first seasons well, i mean it should be everybody's first season i feel like mm-hmm. um the reason that the first season of american horror story is so amazing is because it ends so bittersweet 
you know yeah. it, it ends yeah. so broken and you know like a gothic romance so it's, it's pretty pretty much ends with dismay you know and, and just kind of like well you know you kind of uh rationalized it in your mind to where it's like well these spirits they got what they deserved you know what i mean it's like, kind of like when you start the season it's like all the damage has been done uh-huh. you're just gonna watch the dismay and everyone's just desserts yeah it's never gonna come back it's like you never you're never gonna see them in a happy position exactly and it's kind of like how you have to like you understand that oh this is their eternal hell mm-hmm. yes okay. wednesday's episode totally disregards it it, it takes it into effect, but then it's like, okay, well, we're going to give you all the happy ending you... Uh... Didn't ask for? Yeah, exactly. It, it's totally like, um, it feels like a fan fiction. It does. Mm-hmm. Like a fan <laughs> fiction for every single, almost every single spirit that you um, attached yourself to in the first season has a nice bow end to their story. And it's kind of like... Oh, that was not, that was not good. I mean, I, I'm a sucker for, for sappy endings and, you know. Was it the type the of The Disney ending. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always going to like that. And you know I'm, what I mean? I'm not that person. I, I mean, it's so weird with me because, like, I love fucked up stuff and, like, people who, who know me well will watch a really fucked up movie and a really, like, a really just how like i don't even know like um try to give an example yeah i'm trying to think of an example like a completely fucked up movie that's very well made and amazing and oh that's a jenny movie you know what i mean like that's a Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's a jenny kind of movie but i also like i like when things are left to your imagination kind of kind of like left to interpretation but at the same time, it's like you can leave it that way. Like, you know, like you there's can, a nice silver lining. Kind of. Or like you can come up with a silver lining. Everything that happened in the movie was for a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it was good or bad. It was, it needed to happen. And that's when, uh, uh, or it's, it's, there is a, co- a definite cause and effect. That's, that's what ended up happening because of this. You know what I mean? And it, you see the, the gruesome aftermath, you know? I like shit like that. I also love movies that have sucker happy endings, you know, and stuff like that. Um, as I've gotten older, I've kind of like those, I feel like those kinds of endings are few and far in between now. Yeah. And so when you... As a whole, everyone's a little bit more jaded now. Exactly. So you don't get them as much. So when I see, when I see something like that now, I kind of, uh, I don't know, like I feel like now it only has a time and a place. Now I now the only way I want to see a happy ending kind of sappy ending like that is in a Disney movie. That's really only where I want to see it. Oh wow! And so when when you see it yesterday, it's like oh okay, well because I really like those characters and it's like oh I I I really like enjoyed them. Okay, I guess you know like whatever. <laughs> but like as a person who who likes to analyze the shit out of everything. <laughs> Was that needed or good? No, it was not. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, didn't keep true to the original feeling of American Horror Story. And I feel like the stuff that they were trying to add to this season ended up coming off as cheesy and like. For sure, but yeah, no, you're right. It it came out. It came off as really cheesy. And there was even a part in there where you see a a character, or a, not a character, a a living or 
actual historical figure, I guess, if you want to say, uh, come back or be portrayed in the in the show, and you're, I literally just kind of like, what the fuck was that? You know, because they used to do it so well. They used to do it portray a historical figure or some sort of icon, actual icon who was living at one point or is still living, whatever. And they used to implement that person's story into the show and it worked really, really well. Like with Elizabeth Short, you know, mm-hmm. like with the Black Dahlia in the first season. And then, and then <laughs> that part was so fucking weird. Like I still kept thinking about like, what was that? And then you even asked me in the middle of the episode, you're like, so I got confused with that. What was that for? I'm like, that's fan service. Yeah. Like, that's all it was. And then, um, to bring her back <laughs> and, uh, and then to bring back and then to, to, for that other character to come out. Yeah. And then, and then in the second season, when it was, it was like, uh, and Frank, right. That was like mm-hmm. that one. And then the third one was supposed to be, uh, I, I guess like Marie Laveau was, mm-hmm. was basically supposed to be that one and, and so on and so forth. But after a while, I just started getting really shitty. Like, it started... I feel like the last time it did it well was maybe in the hotel, and that was it. And Oh, yeah, with, and, with the, the serial killers? Uh-huh. And even then... But that wasn't actually... Actually, that was really, really sloppy. I was thinking more of the um, Rudolph Valentino. Mm. Uh, that was... I was okay with that. But I don't know. I don't know. After After a while, it just got really sloppy. And and really just like oh we're, it's just just because mm-hmm. you know very <laughs> Deus Ex <laughs> kind of and it's just really <sighs> yeah it's sad this season we'll we'll see where it goes I, I was excited for the past two episodes but this past episode that just came out this past week I feel I think that that turn's coming that uh <laughs> that turn where it's like oh this season's going to hell <laughs> literally yeah. <laughs> in this season at least so we'll see yeah i'll be surprised if you like it like if you actually like it like i would be like well okay we'll find it so one thing that we did watch all together this week uh on top of american horror story well bugs when you watch it um <laughs> was uh the new halloween 2018 <laughs> And I think we all left the theater. We'll, we'll we'll get into what we think here, and we'll you know. But for a more thorough breakdown, we do want to put out a video, just because when we went to to the pre screening, one of our our <coughs> friends, Hey Rick, uh, was able to to snag a pretty cool uh, big poster, so we wanted to show that off too. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty interesting because I think, you know, I went in as a big fan, like a really big fan. Like I remember. The reason I love it so much is because my dad used to have like this like recorded tape collection when I was little and you know how like when you would go and well, I don't think it's illegal anymore because who has VHS's and you know whatever but like he would go he would uh, rent a tape and like record it onto a blank tape and then keep it and he had we that, used the, to do that too. he has the, he had the, these tape collections and Halloween was on there it was Halloween and then a simple plan. <laughs> uh, Two different spectrums. Yeah, it's really like, okay, those don't go together. That's but, hilarious. So I remember watching those two movies. No, never mind. A Simple Plan was with Charlotte's Web. <laughs> so I got real scared about finishing Charlotte's Web. I remember that. Well, 
I, I grew up watching it and like I remember that being one of those movies I remember the original Halloween movie being one of those movies that as soon as I turned like 13 or 14 I wanted to be able to watch it so it's like that's why I was so like into it and like you know I finally was old enough to watch a horror movie and you know it's like I kind of grew up really liking all the sequels even though you know they they range in quality but just liking the franchise itself so this movie coming out you know being really excited especially since they made it a big thing that this was going to be a direct sequel to the original movie it's kind of like well that's that has a bold it's it's a big decision you know it's a bold decision to kind of go toe-to-toe with the original and i don't know i've 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 looked up a lot of reviews and i've i'm like did we watch the same movie (laughs) because everyone seems to be liking it and i'm like but that was bad (laughs) i don't know i don't know (laughs) okay so bugs what did you think so when i when i looked to you guys i mean i had lisa and the Uh i don't don't know what her i don't remember exactly what her insight but i'm pretty sure she was on the same page as me was it was a good movie to watch, like, again, uh, as opposed to on the opposite side of the spectrum, of course, of you're diehard, you loved, mm-hmm. and you watched the entire generation. I'm, I'm hoping you kind of did give Resurrection and H2O. Yeah. I give Watch or See. I mean, that was great. I, yeah, I've seen both of them, and I liked them. And I, then I don't know if called... I liked Resurrection, but... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Resurrection was... Uh, to me, honestly, it was a cop-out. That was just like, let's get some... I think that was the whole time of like the end of the 90s mm. where they were like, let's get some famous rapper yeah. everybody's relevant to and put them in a movie. That's what they did with Freddy vs. Jason, too. Yeah. And it, I mean, the list goes on. So when it came to that, and then, of course, the re... Well, the thing is, there's multiple parts, of course. The regular Halloween, and then you call H2O Resurrection as their own. And then you have Rob Zombies, one and two. Mm-hmm. So the only ones that I legit watched, and I, I touched on and dabbled, I don't have any attachment to one and two. I mean, to the first set. The Resurrection and H2O watched. Rob Zombie, mm-hmm. yes. So I kind of got an understanding, but I don't have any emotional like attachment to him. Like to the originals, or like, it's just like, you liked it from what yeah. you've seen, you liked it. Someone I liked. So when I go into this and like, like you guys said, it's a it's a pretty big bold statement to say mm-hmm. this is a direct sequel. The original series negated completely. So you're just like, okay, well let's see where they go. Walking away, overall okay film. Like without what you guys had said, it was perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Like I understood it for what it was, and but it did, was did, enjoyable. But okay, for, as someone who, who like you were saying, like I don't like you don't have like a huge emotional attachment to it. After you finished it, did you think it was, like, a good movie? Like, it was a fun time? It was a fun time. Like, mm-hmm. there was the <laughs> the gore, the kills that was needed. Like, I hadn't... It's like, again, you, most people pointed out certain scenes that were just like, oh, that's a throwback. I did point out a couple mm-hmm. point throwbacks myself, and I laughed, and I chuckled to myself. I was like, cool. There was nothing drawn out. There was nothing, you know, stand out. To me, that was just like that's that shouldn't be there because I again I was just kind of taking it in as it was for yeah. cake. So then when you guys had, we once we finished it, I was like, well, the only thing that did kind of bug me towards the end, and that's just hearsay. I mean, well, do we want to give spoilers or? <laughs> no, mm, no. Okay, there's just certain things at the end just shouldn't be shown. It should be just left up to, of course, us versus The Shining. In comparison mm-hmm. to two different spectrums, I mean, 
What, it's, good and bad? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> some things just shouldn't be shown and certain things were shown and I was just like, okay, so that shouldn't have been there. But mm-hmm. that was like the only thing that bugged me at the end. And then, yeah, like every takeaway, I didn't, everybody was talking about it. it's a Me Too movement kind of go-to movie. I didn't feel that coming away. And if people were saying, oh, it's all jam-packed action, not really necessarily because there was beats after beat and then it would slow down. Mm -hmm. And there's some little, I would say, little tidbits of comedy that were just hit and miss. Or just like, there's certain characters in the movie that were just like, I wish there was kind of a movie on this particular character, but they're, you know, we don't even know if that character even like, we know that character exited the scene. We just don't know what happened to him. But that particular character was kind of funny. And kind of... But there were certain acts, of course, of everything. The action, like I said, the kills, on point, mm-hmm. got me, like, hooked. I was like, okay, he's this kind of person. He's this more kind of physical. The quirks, besides, of course, the, the ending, the thing that also killed me was the camera wanting to pan on his face. That This I do know is that his face was never, ever shown like ever well that, that's why they always call it like when you look at the the credits the shape it's always the shape yeah it's never michael myers because it's he's he's supposed to be just a figure you know when i had heard it like it was like that was my one of big again another takeaway was just like oh stop doing that like stop focusing or trying to get focus on the camera or on his face and that was just one of the things but coming away okay yeah okay i'll go into what i think and then i'll give <laughs> jenny the rain because <laughs> she right now she's just like have you ever seen like just a, a pot of boiling water just like <laughs> simmering and you know that once you open that lid it's gonna burn your hand <laughs> so i'll just kind of get through it i don't know i think i left i remember as soon as it finished feeling like really torn in the sense that i knew that what i just watched wasn't very good but i didn't want to hate it but I feel like the more I think about it and the more that I process like, you know, what happened, you know, and how things progress through the movie, I start to hate it more and more and more to the point where I'm like, I feel like almost kind of like cheated out of like that kind of, you know, that experience of having a movie that's supposed to go, that's supposed to be a direct sequel to this awesome movie. And then thinking about, the different ways they could have gone with it you know like i was thinking the other day like what would have been like a good follow-up and i was thinking like you know because there's just so many good horror movies coming out now like it follows or like the witch hereditary where it's like if they had gone that direction like if if they had almost made it like it follows because it follows was almost like an homage to halloween that would have been amazing but we got something that wasn't very good you know so Jenny. <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. It sucked. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> I, I don't think I've left come out of a movie feeling so insulted in a long time. And I say insulted because I'm still not as big as a, of a Halloween movie franchise fan as oscar is and i feel bad for him you know (laughs) i i was like there were so many times where i was watching that movie and i threw up my hands i don't know how many times 
in like a what the fuck was that like what what like I almost wanted to be like no 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 we're in a day and age now in film and cinema and the reboot age where there's no way in hell something like that should have been tolerated Mm-hmm. Something like that shouldn't have passed. I'm angry. I, I hate that. I thought I went in there with minimal expectation. I clearly didn't because I don't. I think if I went in there with no expectation, I wouldn't be this upset. Mm-hmm. But I think I went in there with the assumption that we were going to get at least a really good homage or a really good, like, I'm, I'm trying to find the word. I can't right now. Like, I'm so, like, I'm angry. so, like, <laughs> upset because, I mean, I'm not going to cry about it. But, <laughs> but, but I, I really want to <laughs> But, yeah. I mean, I... You start crying. I, I was really... Uh, I feel like at a certain point, a movie will either become a classic... A cult classic or just part of a library of film the fact that it was made is there halloween is a classic not mm-hmm. just a cult classic but it's become a classic yeah you know what i mean that kind of esteem deserves respect and this did not have it like it didn't show it respect. It didn't show the characters respect. I felt insulted for Michael Myers when I <laughs> when I walked out. I was like, if he was standing in front of me, I would. I want to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Like I wanted to <laughs> apologize to be like, what is? What the hell did I just see? Because it wasn't even the acting. The acting wasn't bad. No, I. Was, the acting wasn't terrible. It. The writing was. <laughs> the writing was absent like it was just like kind of it felt like it was just thrown together and people like started had a good they had a good skeleton they had a good skeleton for the story and where they wanted it to go and then people got busy with whatever they were doing and they were like shit well we still have to do this because it's being funded and all this stuff and okay we're gonna come back to this and we're just oh, we'll we'll just say that it that, that it happened this way, like it felt rushed. Like a lot of stuff that would have been like they shot it and they're like you know what we'll fix it in editing type of thing. If they wanted it to be a me too kind of a movement thing, it should have been more isolated than what it was. It should have been more Lori and Michael head to head without all the fucking filler in the middle. Like mm-hmm. I could have done out with a lot of the stuff that was in there and it should have been more concise. It should have been more meat and potatoes. And that's what we deserved. Mm-hmm. We deserved a hunk of something, not a student's version of <laughs> a, a five course meal. Oof. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm insulted for everyone who absolutely loves this franchise. I'm upset for them. I'm upset with the people that are on the same bandwagon because, I mean, I've heard, and this is just now, and possibly through speculation and possibly through a couple of articles that I breezed through, was that this wasn't John Carpenter's doing. Like, this isn't going to be his last film because he wants to do one more. He wants to do, he wants to come back to directing. So once I found this out, I was at least thinking that he had something to do with it. But if he had something to do with the soundtrack, then that's, uh, you know. That was, the, that was the best thing. And that little kid. 
that was the they were the best parts of the movie mm-hmm. i can tell you from the beginning i there were so many things that if they were supposed to be throwbacks they did it wrong because to me i feel like throwbacks nowadays are great in the form of easter eggs for fans who actually catch them and respect how they hid them in there and they were like oh my god that was brilliant you know i had i came out with nothing like that yeah because there was literally a scene in that film that happens in h2o i literally turned to you and i said i saw this already and i was upset because it was almost verbatim and then there's also a part i mean i won't get too much into it and i'm gonna try and see how i can dance around it there's a part at the ending of the movie where you know laurie's in the house and you're trying to figure out she's trying to figure out where, where michael is and she's walking around the house and you see something that's supposed to remind you of the original movie and i was thinking why would she have that in her house exactly if she was almost traumatized uh-huh. with it in the first movie exactly and that's another thing too like Holes like that in movies don't have a place nowadays because Mm -hmm. the audience has become too clever. Fans like us have become too clever for shit like that because we question everything. Mm -hmm. And that's, I feel like that's how you know what a good movie is, is when your questioning is minimal. And I was literally questioning at the screen. I was like, (laughs) no, 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 that, that shouldn't happen. If X happened a long time ago, why shouldn't be happening now? Mm-hmm. It's obvious, you know, for the kind of security and paranoia and technological age that we live in nowadays, there's so many things in that movie that should not exist. Mm-hmm. And it could have been done so much better. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like I'm insulted and insulted for everybody who's a fan because I feel like they took us for stupid moviegoers and that's it. I'm pissed <laughs> <laughs> yeah same i do want to watch it again just to make sure that because we did see it at pre-screening and all the reviews that have come out have been pretty favorable yeah for the movie. you're absolutely right about what you what you said at the beginning and what we were saying yesterday when we were watching the reviews we were like the fuck did we watch a completely different movie and i'm like was this an incomplete version is this i mean and if we if we do go back and watch it and it's the same thing it really would feel like, what are we missing? You know, why does everyone love it? This kind of movie, with the kind of respect and following that it has, could have been done so well, slightly art house. Yeah. And it, it would have been amazing. Because the original has that kind of, it has kind Vintage of shades, shades of it. Yeah, shades of it. Because of, I think back then it was probably made, you know, and it was, it was seen as something that was kind of below standard at that time because, you know, it's a horror movie. Horror movies weren't necessarily seen as, like, right. great cinema. Right. And it's they're still not. Right. But at this point, I think we've grown to where horror can also mean something. Mm-hmm. It can also be shot in a way that's beautiful and haunting and, you know, and it leaves a lasting impression. They, they could have done so much more with it. This movie could have given it the accolades that it deserves and it didn't and there's been too many remake too much cheese attached to the original that this movie could have corrected all that 
mm-hmm. and it didn't. It just added to it. And it was pointless. So that was our short review. <laughs> <laughs> that was our short review of Halloween. Watch the video, guys. Uh, to kind of go, I guess, away from that, we also have a segment that we like to kind of uh, look back at what happened 30 years ago, back in 1988, mostly because it's, you know, the, the year, you know, it's pretty close to when we were all born or we were all like, you know, at a minimal age. <laughs> so... <laughs> At this point, 30 years ago, let's look to see what was the show of the time, the movie of the time, and the, I guess, the hit album of the time. So apparently on this date, in, on, not this date, I think in October 1988, just as a whole for October, The Traveling Wilburys first single was Handled With Care. Uh, Elton John sells out Madison Square Garden for a record 26th time. Yeah. And Les Miserables opens... Opens in Philadelphia. The musical? Yeah, I would assume. The number one single song that was uh, in 1998... No, I'm sorry, 1998. In 1988 was Whitney Houston's One Moment in Time. There you go. Number two, Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. All right. So we said earlier that um, the Roseanne was a hit show. I'm assuming it may have been the year after because I'm seeing here on this website. Or maybe we had seen it just for the year. For the year. Um, That on October 18th, which is actually technically, which is yesterday for us. You're getting this a little later, guys. Uh, (laughs) October 18th in 1988 that Roseanne debuted. Roseanne, the TV show with Roseanne Barr, which has now been officially... Rebranded as the Connors. <laughs> um, let's see. Devil Worship Exposing Satan's Underground TV Special hosted by uh, Geraldo Rivera screened on US NBC Network. <laughs> wow, he got deep. US Senate passes the bill curbing well, ads during children's TV shows. I'm pretty sure we've said it before, but yeah, in the 80s or the late 80s, early 90s everybody was really like looking into like satanic cults and um the church of satan and Geraldo rivera totally interviewed i interviewed them i think mm-hmm. so did wow. phil donahue and like people like that <laughs> et was released to home video for 14 million pre-sold copies oh. and then um abc news reports on potbelly pygmy pigs Popularity as pets. That's a lot of peas. <laughs> <laughs> Try it Say it again. Uh, popularity pygmy it's, pigs. Uh, it's potbelly pygmy pigs popularity as pets. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. So that's what happened 30 On this years day. ago. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. We were born already. What, what was you guys' first Halloween costume? Oh, God. Oh, I don't remember my first Halloween costume. I think I got a couple. Oh, I think I got like, one of them. The first Halloween costume as in like something we wore as children or something that we remember. As children. Something we wore as like babies that we can't remember. Like something that our parents dressed us, dressed us yeah, up as. Yeah, like what's, what's the very first costume you ever wore? Choice or non-choice? And what was your favorite one growing up? I would say I remember the one that I like still. It sticks out in my memory because everything else I don't remember. I don't remember like my first costume. I think my first costume was a pumpkin. Um, I think that was my first costume. I'm pretty sure that that it was. And I was a pumpkin, I, I think, until I was three. And then after that, I can't exactly remember what was next. But I know I was Snow White for a little while. Um, my mom used to be Snow White for Halloween. And she was the best Snow White ever. Like... 
she looked just like what you would imagine a, <laughs> a Snow White in real life to look like. And her and my grandma had made her costume. It was it was handmade, and it looked straight out of the cartoon. It was amazing. Um, I don't know what happened to it now. I don't know where it is, but um, yeah, they had they had made it together. And it was so pretty. And there's pictures of my mom in her Snow White costume. But yeah, and then I can't I can't even remember after a while. I know one year I was an M&M. <laughs> <laughs> um, an M&M. I was an M&M. I was a hippie for a while, I think, when I was older. Then I was like 13, 14. Um, last year I was a bat. What were you last year? The Phantom of the Opera. The Phantom. What were we before? Our very first Halloween together, we were Lucy and Ricky. Yeah, Ricky and Lucy. My, if I can remember, I think my first couple of costumes, my first one was strangely, it's weird because I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure my parents, like, they did let me watch a few films and that was like, again, growing up around 87, 88 and being, of course, those my first few films, I was Batman my first year, first or second year, I think. And then the year after that, I think Dick Tracy came out. And that was more or less my favorite other character. <laughs> and I, my mom tells me to this day, even the photos, like, they don't look like they're that bad. But to me, like, putting on that costume was really easy. And I don't know how my mom found it, but I think it was just a big polo, <laughs> a big button down. And I found a cap gun and a yellow hat. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> that was that was all what I needed. I don't think it, you know what? To think, take that back. I don't think that was even Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it it was just, just because everyday costume everyday because again he was kind of like and now to find out he was actually a comic book character it's kind of life imitating art it was really cool it was kind of just like my go my straight go-to like and then after that trickling down uh don't really remember any other costume but do you remember being a Power Ranger? And this is before, like, the greater suits that they have now. Growing up, you always had that plastic mask that you know that rubber band can snap at any point. <laughs> and then you have the vinyl top covers where you just kind of tear, like a, like a little apron tying mm-hmm. over. And my sister, hear, possibly hearing this, I'll throw back, but basically she called me and my brother the Fat Power Rangers. <laughs> or the Power Rangers, like, ten years later. But... <laughs> What about for you? I think I was... I think the ones I remember the most, um, I dressed as Batman. I have, like, one one uh, picture. It doesn't really show, like, my suit or anything, but it was, like, I had the, bat- mask. the mask on and, like, the eye holes were, like, completely not covering my eyes. <laughs> I was all blind and stuff, which would be closer to an actual bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, but I do remember, I think the one that I, I enjoyed the most was uh, I was the White Ranger one oh. year. I don't know if my mom made it or if it was something we bought, but it was cool because it actually had like the, that, the, the White Ranger gold shield <laughs> and it was like all, you know, kind of like stuffed with cotton and stuff. So it actually kind of like stuck out. And I, I remember like having a lot of pictures of that one too. <laughs> I haven't celebra- I haven't actually dressed up in a long time, but I do remember the the last one that I I dressed up at like the last time I really dressed up and I remember it being kind of funny was I dressed as a Mormon one year. <laughs> with um I remember that. yeah where i i got like you know some some nice slacks and uh um a white uh button-up shirt with short sleeves uh a bike helmet and like this huge oh, dictionary God. it's like this huge dictionary that my parents said that i said was like my my, my the book of mormon <laughs> so that's so awesome and took that yeah it was a little bit 
He went to church like that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that, like, for your youth group or something? Yeah, it was for a youth group. Oh. <laughs> it was funny. I remember that. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, that's me. <laughs> Sorry, Google. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my God. But yeah. But yeah, it's been a while since I've actually dressed up for Halloween. I, I usually try to dress up every year because I love Halloween so much. Steven and I haven't done a, an epic couple costumes since Lucy and Ricky. Yeah. It's, it, we need to do another it's one. It's bad that I feel like people would try to do that and some people just don't put enough effort into something like that. It's just a little weird. I, I mean, if you're going to follow through like with a couple costume, at least go all out like with you 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 had uh who was it who did your hair my friend aldo he oh my god i i wish i had money i would have paid him so much money he spent so much time on my hair like curling it and literally putting it up in that poodle poof that lucy has and like the detail in it was amazing thank you aldo if you listen to this (laughs) but um yeah it was it was amazing. It was all him. It was all him. I had a polka dotted dress that I uh, I still have. And it was just, it's just like an everyday kind of a dress, but it, it looks like the polka dot dresses, dress that she has, uh, that she wears all the time. And then I just picked up from uh, Stripe. Uh, was it a pinstripe? Yeah, it was a pinstripe suit. Pinstripe suit from Lucy in Disguise in Austin. And it fit me just not, it fit me, fit me pretty nicely. All I had to do was just kind of fix up my hair. So, so much, but yeah, it was kind of like, I feel anybody who's like really into stuff like that, it's just fun. But I guess kind of segueing into that is just that some states going into the trick-or-treating thing, like they're mm-hmm. now becoming, there's now going to yeah, be a Yeah, this is a law new law. <laughs> that they're limiting people oh, to yeah. trick-or-treating. That age. there's an age restriction Sorry. to trick-or-treating. How do y'all feel about that? I feel like they're really, I mean... There really shouldn't be an age restriction on something that's... It's just like a fun thing to do. You only do it once a year. And I think one one thing that was brought up was like, well, there's always like those older trick-or-treaters that just start egging houses and like... I've you know, never personally te- seen that. Have you? No, I haven't. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I'm like, well, why would you... I, wouldn't, I don't know if the outlaw is the right word, but why would you outlaw trick-or-treating... <laughs> Instead of it's like why do that when you could just prosecute the kids who do the bad things? It's like know. it's like you're not being it's like you're not doing something bad if you're an older kid trick or treating. And it's like we were also talking about kids with special needs, yeah. Yeah. you know, where it's like they have, they don't have the mentality of someone, you know. Exactly. But at the same time, I'm like, come on, like that's dumb. I I agree. I don't know. When I was little, I kind of always felt that Halloween should be celebrated like Christmas. <laughs> And Thanksgiving, and we should have a day off from school. <laughs> it's just, it's just a fun, yeah. you know. And some of the best memories I have, like I wouldn't necessarily go trick or treating when I was little, because I went to a private school where we had like, um, like little a ho- parades, like well, like a, ho- a Halloween celebration at the school, and they would always like, you know, make a haunted house in this, in this like, yeah. in the library, yeah. and they would, you know, you could dress up and go, and then. I think I would still go trick-or-treating, like, when I was a little bit older. Like, I'd go to that, and then I'd go trick-or-treating. But it's just, you know, I mean, it's... It's all around a good time. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be restricted to anything. People who, like, again, we're they're not in that mental state, in that mental capacity of knowing the right from wrong, and they don't know how to hold their own. They still need somebody, like an accompanying adult, need help yeah. to go. And, yeah, they may probably have the same height and build as us, like, so it's or it might be 
quadrupled, but they might be in a fragile state. But they still find that peace of mind just like, yeah, in comparison, you get presents in Christmas, you get candy during Halloween. It's it's that go-to moment. It's like any, now it's become like, it's funny because growing up you got, oh, that one person who gave that shitty candy, but all around yeah. now, candy is great. It's fantastic, you know. It shouldn't be restricted. Yeah, lame candy is better than no candy. Yeah. And I just don't know how this is enforceable either because I'm like, okay, are they going to go and arrest like 13-year-old kids who are... Yeah, are they going to... Like cops are going to ask them like straight up, what's... Like, give me your birthday like they do at bars and stuff. And if you're accompanied by an adult... How do you say no? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I I think it's pointless and stupid. (laughs) But thank goodness that's possibly only in one state we've read so far. I don't know. It's like going to be... Do we remember which state it is? Um, Looking up, I I don't know why automatically my mind draws to Ohio. Yeah. (laughs) But it just... Ohio would do this. (laughs) I do find it kind kind of weird. So all in all, I feel like Halloween has now become more of a bigger celebration for me. I, I kind of celebrate it as big as Christmas now because I decorate <coughs> hardcore. We have a party usually. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of coincides with Dia de los Muertos for me. So I decorate for Halloween and then I put up my, my altar for Dia de los Muertos. Thank you. <laughs> so possibly cutting that out, what I had said earlier, it's not. Ohio. It's not. It's Canada. There's a... There's a... You almost went there. (laughs) (laughs) There's a one town in Canada that doesn't give a name. They have a very hard line drawn uh, by law by September. Bans anyone over the age of 16 from trick-or-treating. Hits any rule breakers with a $200 (laughs) fine, but... To parenting etiquette experts, this is not the rules are not so clear. That's ridiculous. I would have never thought of that from Canada. Everybody's so nice. I would have been like, here, have maple leaf candy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it says also to follow up, like there's no cutoff law anywhere in the United States. Okay. So that's so weird that, you know, kind of figure a place that would be very friendly to anybody just so happens to ban freaking costumes up to a certain age limit. So costumes weird. or trick-or-treating trick-or-treating sorry because yeah. then after that it just becomes cosplay yeah <laughs> so then, that's true okay so so my question also would be then like okay what if you're just walking around in a costume and you're like well i'm not trick-or-treating i'm not actually going to houses and trying to get candy i'm just walking around well because maybe it's like uh <laughs> to me it's like that's that's more scary than <laughs> actually trick-or-treating <laughs> <laughs> It's like, excuse me, there's uh, this person walking around my, or walking around the neighborhood just in a Zorro outfit. Well, well, ma'am, are are, are they trick-or-treating? No, they're just walking around. Okay, well, that's totally allowable, ma'am. You're going to have to deal with that, (laughs) ma'am. I know we haven't done the video in a long time. The, um, it's been... For what? What, two years since we did the, our top ten? Uh... Did we, we didn't do it last year, did we? No. No. It was maybe even three years ago. Two years ago? Two, I think it was, years ago. Oh, I think it was two years ago. Okay. <laughs> that we did the our top, top ten. 10. Yeah. It's definitely up. It's definitely like on now up to this Probably 2006, point. yeah. Has it, have, would you say it's changed since then? What are our favorites? I don't remember what I said the last time. I don't remember the order I said it in. But I think for the most part, there's just... I think there's films I'd add in and maybe some that would just kind of... I wouldn't say fall off the top ten, but it's kind of like... There's been other movies that I've probably replaced them with. It's funny because there's a lot of people who want us to do another list like that again. Who are these people? 
certain fans that I've actually kind of wanted. Our fans. Uh, yeah, our fans. <laughs> they kind of speak out here and there, like, just via posts and stuff. And okay. <laughs> we'll give you guys what you want. Just listen. <laughs> Is um, Halloween still your favorite? Yeah. Excuse me. Carrie's still my favorite. What did oh. I put? <laughs> I what's your favorite horror movie now? <laughs> I would have to look at the video to remember. Well, like, what's your favorite horror movie right now? Why now? To see if it's different or not. I'm still thinking it's freaking creep show. I think that's what you said. Because <laughs> I love, I like, because again, creep, creep show is like movie. just the pinnacle of like my childhood and just like terrifying. Even to this day, like when my dad said, or when anybody says it's my, it's Father's Day or it's his birthday, freaking always the same quote is like, where's my cake? I'm like, oh my God, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> like, stop that. Because it immediately makes me think of creep show. It's just really funny. But. Yeah, I don't think I've changed. Speaking of anthology much. things, uh, I think maybe one of the last things we want to talk about uh, is that we're super excited that um, Black Mirror is going is oh, going to yeah. be released this year, and we don't have to wait two years, just like we have to wait two years for everything else. Yeah. Uh, well, what's so special about it this year, guys? They're I think they're doing a choose your own adventure series, so pretty much like the. Yeah, pretty much like the books. Like, we've always used to do, like, the choose-your-own-adventure kind of style. The, the cat that you hear is Josie. Sorry. In case you hear the meows. The meows, meows. Yeah. One Halloween I dressed up as a pumpkin. <laughs> I still have that costume somewhere. <laughs> a hot dog or a sandwich or a hoagie or something? Yeah. I, I got... Because it was, like, I think after Halloween was over. So I, I went there was, like, 70, 75% off on the animal costumes. So I got her an actual cat costume that was a hot dog, and she didn't fit because she's too fat. <laughs> so then I got her a dog medium, and that fit her, <laughs> of a pumpkin. Too, she's too healthy. Yeah. She's over healthy. She's Beyonce. She's, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's a little bootylicious. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, go away now. <laughs> okay, so one more time. I guess to kind of finish off the, the question about you know our top 10 horror movies that we did way back when i, I think it's kind of hard to remember everything that well I, I can't really remember everything i put in i don't know if you guys can remember i don't remember everything per se but i yeah. know carrie is my number one it still mm-hmm. is i think my number two was texas chainsaw massacre or the shining i can't remember um i think the shining has moved up to number two if mm-hmm. it wasn't there already because i think texas chainsaw massacre was number two so that would flip Okay, is there any movie that you think you'd add in there and try... And, like, I'm not saying which one you bumped down, but, like, is there one that you think that you could try and make room for? I would definitely try to make room for The Witch. I mm. really think uh, that one, when I saw it, like, I fell in love with it, and I can't get over how beautiful that movie was mm. and just how haunting it is. Like, it's just... It's just so good. I'm pretty sure I put The Conjuring in there in, uh, I don't know if I put one or two, or maybe I kind of just kind of spoke about the franchise in general. Lumped it together. But if I didn't, I'd put those in there too. What about you, Bugs? Do you think there's any, there's been anything that's come out recently or anything you've seen recently that would have made its way in? More or less, I'm thinking like if I hadn't mentioned like, like I guess The Conjuring franchise in general, like Annabelle Creation to me, it would be in that list because... Like I can go and I probably didn't speak highly about one or again this is again a while back so it's been yeah that span of them when the movies did come out so part two to me was really the pinnacle on there too along with Annabelle Creation and then I want to say Hereditary <laughs> but 
I don't know if that would fit. Hereditary towards... is a close one. I I think if I reanalyze, like if I analyze my list again, I may fit that one in there too. Cause it was I was totally blown away by that movie. Also, I think when I asked that question, that's the first movie that came to mind. I think yeah. Hereditary. I it's it to me it's it's a great movie because it's not just a horror movie. It's like it's just one of the things that it is, but it's just so. so it's it's a devastating <laughs> it's movie. It's so good. It's a movie that I I I can rewatch, but I can't rewatch often because because yeah. it, it's it is that devastating to watch. But, I'll uh, rewatch it often. <laughs> <laughs> I it's just I mean, now that you know that that part happened, like watching it like the first drawn out, it's like jeez. Like... But not not just that, but I'm I'm so I'm actually really impressed with the content of it because it the what they chose to focus on, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of a new spin on a, a bit of an old story sort of. It's bold. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> it's really bold. Uh, it was a bold choice of uh reality i guess of use of real elements i guess and was what i was impressed with what i was like oh shit you know like i'm always so enthralled by those stories that are like oh how certain horror movies kind of attained a curse like the curse of Mm -hmm. the exorcist and and poltergeist the poltergeist curse and so on and so forth and these movies the witch and hereditary actually deal with the real demonic uh elements and i'm kind of curious to see if anything strange happened in the making of those films Mm -hmm. because it's pretty real (laughs) and that's and it's kind of weird because we've all kind of come together for all the all of us kind of taking that in and it's weird because yes we did watch what was of Halloween 2018 and I I mean correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> Jesus Hold on. all over again <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong but we're all kind of wanting that to come out of a film we're all kind of mm-hmm. holding we all have that certain expectation of a film to come out and I think that's what more or less the new horror genre that's what I'm gonna call it because I mean there's cult classic the classic and then there's the new genre the new era what basically the John Wan, the James Wan of you know the conjuring and anybody it's like when you have a good budget to go out to eat enough times that you're spoiled on good dining and then all of a sudden you have to cut back on that budget and you have to eat leftovers that's what Halloween 2018 was leftovers <sighs> To me, uh, to me, I guess to kind of piggyback off that analogy, but to me, it's more of like, you, again, you have a healthy budget, you, you go to certain places that are really good, and like, you're not expecting them to be great, but you eat the food and it's amazing, and then you hear about this this restaurant that's supposed to be super good, <laughs> because, you know, it's like, it's been around forever, and you go and you eat there, and you're like, oh, this place kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I wasted my money and I wasted a like, good meal. You're kind of wondering, did I just come on a bad night? Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, did I watch the same movie yeah. everyone else did watched? We watch the same movie. I don't know. Maybe we need to go watch it again. Um, Was I in a bad headspace? You know, because a lot of that stuff maybe matters maybe it's just like you know all the events leading up to to watching it kind of made us like it was the amp up the same way i, I didn't feel that same way i didn't up. feel that like i wasn't was too pissed up? off with the fact that you know it wasn't as bad as bye bye man oh that was shit like that that shouldn't even be <laughs> talked about don't even i'm ashamed to put it up on our page this movie wasn't 
Sometimes we, you need bad movies on, on the page. <sighs> Just for that, I'm putting The Room. <laughs> the movie that got Oscar violently sick. It did. I came back and just vomited. <laughs> Why, Tommy Wiseau? Why? I'm like, oh my god. And he's just sitting there laughing in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this has been the podcast of us ranting about Halloween. 2020. I mean, what, what, what can you even call it? Halloween new? New Halloween? The new the Halloween? The new new. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Halloween God. 2018. Don't attach our name to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Halloween. Because we got, what? The original Halloween. Halloween H40. <laughs> H40. So now we're just waiting for H60. <laughs> I, uh, won't work this time. I feel like I'm totally gonna. Oh my god! <laughs> it keeps you going. <laughs> Activia. Um, it's her in the fetal position. Activia. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Jamie Chris did some yogurt. <laughs> she just made her look bad shit crazy in this movie. I'm she just needed some good yogurt. <laughs> anyway, well, guys, that's pretty much been it for this episode of New Nostalgia Podcast Halloween Edition <laughs> for October 2018. Spoopy. <laughs> no, I hate that word. You hate spoopy? Uh, spoopy. Well, I don't hate it. It's just like. Uh... So, guys, make sure that you go and look for um, our video for the Halloween 2018 review and just keep a lookout for anything else that we put on our YouTube page. I'm Oscar. I'm Jenny. And I'm Bugs. And this has been the New Nostalgia Podcast. Stay classic, guys. (laughs) 